When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to episode two of Toy Anxiety. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I'm going to be real with you. We just did 35 minutes of episode two, and everything basically stopped working, but we're going to figure out a way to get all of that to you, whether it's audio or video. We'll, we'll figure that out. But uh, Ryan Dole, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, things are great. <laughs> things haven't changed in the last 40 minutes, yeah. so we're, I'm good. <laughs> things are still good. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, it's been a crazy, uh, couple weeks and listen, anytime you're launching a new show or a new th- anything, you're, you're, it's like in Jurassic Park, you're going to deal with velociraptors escaping the, uh, their, their habitat and then kind of taking over for a few minutes. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. And that's fine. We, we, we just do our, we have a little clicker and yeah. we, uh, tell the raptors to hold <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we just get right back to it. It's all good. Um, but before we got cut off previously, and I think I'm making a decision on the fly here, we were kind of going over some of our recent purchases, uh, from this week. I know one thing I want to do on the show is be able to kind of talk about the things we're buying, the things we're getting into, and we were having a good discussion about Star Wars episode two, attack of the clones, uh, which is cause the joke was that this was episode two of toy anxiety and, uh, the anxiety is real because, uh, uh, you know, production was shut down temporarily i feel like every other uh movie and uh, tv show in the world right now that's right yeah plus it's like it's almost like someone said no we're not gonna let these guys talk about how great episode two is let's <laughs> let's shut this down oh, we can't have God. this well this is what i want to do so what like i said we're gonna re- we're gonna release that audio for everybody to hear but let's let's talk about gi joe uh because i um, I, I want to personally give my little backstory to G.I. Joe and then well, we got to talk about our feelings of, of what's going on with Hasbro and the G.I. Joe classifies line. Does that does that sound OK with you? Yeah, I love G.I. Joe. Let's do this. So I have a what I would consider a mild or novice appreciation of G.I. Joe. Um, I, it wasn't in my wheelhouse as much as a kid. I did. I watched the show, but didn't watch it fanatically like I did. Uh, Ghostbusters or Ninja Turtles or anything like that. I had some of the toys as a kid. Most uh, important in my memory, I had the Defiant. I got the Defiant uh, for Christmas one year, which is uh, the Space Shuttle, which was one of the greatest, you know, play sets of all time. Um, yep. But I really haven't kept up with it over the years. And, and now Hasbro is rolling out the six inch classified line. And I know that's something that I don't know if it's controversial for fans. Some people love it. Some people don't love it. But Ryan, you're, you're a much bigger G.I. Joe fan than me. So you, why don't you tell me what, what you're feeling these days as far as where G.I. Joe is as a brand and, and where it could potentially go? Uh, well, right now, I think they're doing the, the best route is by what they're doing at the six inch line, kind of updating the characters, modernizing them. I mean, yeah, I get that fans hate change. They, but they seem to all be buying it and freaking out when they can't get it. So <laughs> that is what's happening. Same, it's what's happening. So, you know, it, they can't be doing too bad. And, you know, you see the things where it's like 
I've seen comments for like, you know, Storm Shadow should only have the one tattoo. <laughs> and it's like, give me a break. Come on. Like, right. I want to see them updated and modernized. Like, all I was thinking, too, when I saw that was like, oh, they're going to give them like tattoos and stuff like that. Because I was thinking like Gung Ho's got that big chest tattoo. And I was thinking like he'd look cool if they gave him like sleeves, made him totally badass. Or even someone, a character like Lady J or even uh, Baroness. Like, well, Baroness never really goes sleeveless. She's kind of <laughs> always in her like dominatrix gear but it's like <laughs> that's why you like you know, it. You, that's why i like it. she's definitely one of my favorites <laughs> doms and glasses sign me up so <laughs> you know it's uh or even like lady j like some character like lady j would look badass with her like short sleeves and like tattoos right so i'm all down for every all the characters being modernized and updated uh you know it's i i don't know i like it i think it's refreshing i think it's nice and i'm i'm glad they're not going three quarter inch yeah on them i don't think they have to i think hasbro knows that six inch is a collector's line and way to go right right well i feel like they've been rumored like so going back so i feel like star wars kind of set the the bar uh when when black series rolled out and like if, if you don't remember like i wasn't even really collecting star wars at the time but that was a big deal like that was a like people were not um it was controversial as far as toys go. As far as, far as <laughs> it's, you know, if toy controversy is a thing, Hasbro rolling out a six-inch line of Star Wars figures after, you know, whatever it had been at that point, 35 years of three and three-quarter inch, that was a bold move. But, I mean, if you look at Black Series and how far it's come, I think it's really paid off for Hasbro. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know... Dude, when they announced it, I remember seeing collectors just be like you can't do that there's only two sizes three quarter inch and 12 inch yeah. there's nothing else you can't go between that there's no middle ground right right, right. and they're like i don't want to start a new collection right all the all the stuff you heard all the excuses anything you could think of right. right and then sure enough they hit the shelves and they're the hottest thing right, right. everybody wants them and the same thing is happening with gi joe yeah right the same thing you know Power Rangers, all this stuff. Anytime right. they've re- released a new series of six inch from Hasbro, it's hot. Right. It's and- so funny too, because it's like, I, I do feel bad. Listen, I've got a ton of three and three fourth inch Star Wars. I've got a bunch of the vintage stuff. I've got vintage collection. I've got regular stuff and I, I get it. But I feel like here's my advice to collectors. Anytime you're inspired to get on a message board or a Twitter thread or a Facebook thread and type out the words, but there's so many characters we haven't gotten yet in three and three fourth inch. Like it's like I I for what listen, these companies, Hasbro Hasbro they wanna make money, right? They're gonna do like right. there's nothing in it for a major corporation to to go against what will ultimately sell the best. And I know there's hardcore vintage collection uh, collectors out there, but you have to understand that, you know, sometimes you're, you, even though you were mainstream once you have now become uh niche. Right. And like, as I think because we're such big Absolutely. Ghostbusters fans, we can relate to this. Like I can't sit here and, and say, I don't understand why Hasbro isn't starting off plasma series with extreme ghostbusters and IDW comics ghostbusters. Like I, I get that. That's a, it's a limited, 
amount of people who would want We that. still don't have Garrett. Why are we getting a Dana Barrett? <laughs> they haven't even given us Roland yet. Um <laughs> So I get it. I get it. And, and and it sucks. And but so so this is all to say that, you know, how long has there been rumors or talk or fan demand for a six inch G.I. Joe series? Oh, gosh, it's years. It's been I feel like that's been actually been going on for five years. OK. And I feel that. Do you remember when they came? Uh, what was it? The second G.I. Joe movie that came out with The Rock. OK. Yeah. And they were kind of relaunching the three quarter inch line. Like they were updated and modernized for that to look less fantasy, more military. Okay, right. I, I don't know if you remember those lines. I do. I have I do. them. Okay. Yeah, I have those waves. I think because at that time I was like super excited. Like we're getting like hazmat cobra troopers. Like yeah, <laughs> this is great. And then, uh, but even then they were starting that rumor right, of like right. we're gonna get GI Joe Black series line, and it. You know, the those three quarter inch toys, they sold well at the beginning. Of course, they trailed off the bat. The second movie didn't do as good as they were hoping. Right. So many things, as we've seen also as Ghostbusters fans, when you're a niche fan of something, if something doesn't when they're trying to relaunch something and it doesn't, you know, go the way the corporation wants it to go. Right. It's going to get pushed aside. Read and rethought out they're right, gonna think right. of a new plan nothing's right. ever really truly given up on at this point i've noticed right exactly like they're they're gonna try new things and like that's why like i'm sure hasbro has had talks of you know as far as star wars going just well we know for a fact that they got rid of the three and three fourth inch line like they've done a, a normal five points of articulation line for every star wars movie ever including you know force awakens last jedi rogue one so I'm making sure the camera can see my fingers as I count these movies. Solo had a big line and then episode nine, just nothing. They just stopped. And I know that yeah. hurt, it hurt as collectors and completists, but you know who did not care? Kids. Cause kids aren't buying them. And that, and ultimately the toy industry is going to be driven by the buying habits of kids who care way more about Fortnite right now than they do about star Wars. Absolutely. And here's the other thing that I think our generation is going to have, a lot of trouble like this is going to be a hard pill for them to swallow because when we look at real ghostbusters and we look at real american hero and we even look at like vintage the old turtles toys right that's like us looking at our our you know parents tin toys right. from like the 60s or like even look or how we look at mega toys right back right. in the 90s well that's why i always say when when Mattel, um, I don't have them with me. They're they're way up there. But when Mattel did the, um, when Maddie Collector did the, the Mego style real Ghostbusters, <laughs> real figures, Ghostbusters, yeah. I remember being like, what the fuck are they? Why are they doing this? Like, are people who like real Ghostbusters have no recollection or nostalgia for Mego style figures? Like, I appreciate yeah, them because they're weird and quirky. But like, and I remember we right. we had um, <laughs> we had a uh, Scott. Uh, Nyklik, who, who, you know, toy guru from Maddie Collector, we had him on the right. podcast and he basically was like, oh, those were the worst selling things we did in my entire time at Maddie Collector. Like nobody <laughs> gave a shit about the, the Maddie Collector. Yeah, because uh, that's a 10 year gap. Right. Of style of toy. Right. And right. And now when you're thinking about like retro collections from Hasbro and stuff, now we're going like 30 years ago. Right. I mean, imagine or how. The G.I. Joe fans of the 60s and 70s felt 
when Hasbro rolled out the three and three fourth figures in 1982. Dude, I will bet you if there was internet in 1982, <laughs> oh my, you would God. have you would still have because you got to remember there were GI Joe and Barbie collectors even back then that were adults, right? And those seemed like the okay thing to collect, right? Because they're Barbies, right. they're something different. They're right. you know. For some reason, they were just taken a little more seriously. Exactly. And then, so now I could see like those guys, like there should be Kung Fu grip. There should be a real beard. Where's the fold out tent? How come he doesn't have a canoe? And where's his spacesuit? Right. Right. I just needed one Joe. I didn't need five other Joes. And who's a black guy? Right. Like it's just, you know, for us back then, like we were getting, you know, when we were spoiled. And that's the other thing, too. I think us as a generation as well, when you think about three-quarter collecting, like, and you say, they haven't made this character yet, it's because we grew up getting every character. You know what's so weird to me, though? I feel like sometimes our generation, uh, just for context, I was born in 84. You were probably born in, like, 80 or 81 or something like 70. Yeah, I was born in 1980. 80. So... I feel like our generation kind of gets a bad rap for like being closed minded about like toys and stuff and like our characters. But like, you got to remember, like we were getting, you know, from real ghostbusters down to like masters of the universe and GI Joe and She-Ra, like we were getting more black characters, more female characters, you know, different nationalities, different, you know, implied, uh, you know, sexualities and things like that. And like, we were all about it because like, it didn't matter. Like, so I, what I'm saying is that the generation older from uh, before us is way worse than we are. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, like, you know, and we're like as open-minded as you could be. Um, but you do see it now where, where the thing that people are complaining about of well, why are they doing six inch? Why isn't it like it's the same thing that happened in 1982? And guess what? There's a bunch of people. There's 11 and 12 year old kids uh, who are gonna find classified series or black series, and they're gonna grow up on it. And in 25 years, it's gonna change again to something else, and they're gonna be pissed off. So it's just the cycle of a toy collector. Yeah, well, the, you know, the moment they do like a three, you know, a two inch mini <laughs> die cast line of Fortnite. Yeah, and you know. 2043. Oh, right. That's what they're going to be losing their minds, right? Right. right. It's just going to be, and we'll still be doing this at 60 years old and being like, we saw this coming a mile away. You, (laughs) you pray that you had something as good as Hasbro pulse. Uh, (laughs) No, but yeah, it's, you're going to miss those Walmart exclusives. Yeah. 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 Cause Walmart won't be a thing. Nothing will be a thing. All exclusives will be just like, I don't know, Amazon or something. Um, So yeah, I, I get the I get the frustration. I it list change is hard. Like I was when the Maddie Collector Ghostbusters line ended, I was bummed because there was a lot that we didn't get. But it's just the nature of it's just how it goes. Like you know? it is how it goes. And I'm actually I'm I'm cool with this change. I, I'm I really like the new GI Joe look, and uh, I haven't seen them anywhere up here in Canada yet. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find them. Right. Granted, I am cherry picking. Okay. I am going to be getting mostly Cobras. Like if I can find a Cobra commander, right. I'll grab it. This um, is so I'm getting sick. you to look out for, yeah, I'm getting you to look out for Baroness for me because it's right. Baroness. I right. mean, come on. But, and then when Zartan comes out or any of the Dreadnoughts, I'm going to be all over that. Now, I, I want Dreadnoughts to come with bikes as well. I want them to, I want them to come with donuts and grape soda. <laughs> Uh, explain this to I me though it. you're the more hardcore gi joe fan and i'm more the novice and 
you don't have any of them. <laughs> I'm holding <laughs> the entire first wave here. Um, yeah, but dude, that's dude. Come on, this is you though. You're, I'm different. You look behind you. I'm different, and it's not like you're. And you know those are hot, and there's no way that Craig Goldberg is going to say no. Roadblock to to roadblock. He looks there's great. Just no way. He looks great. Um, I did. Find those are beautiful toys. Snake, like they really are beautiful. Snake eyes. I thought this one was going to be really hard to find, but he, I found them at Walmart. Um, would you show these off here? Uh, Scarlet, very cool. Um, Dude, out, uh, Phil Noto, who did the art on uh, Scarlet's packaging, uh-huh. is so good. Duke and uh, yeah, Duke's and Destro, and like, listen, you got. Hey, can get I Destro. see the back of the package? Yeah, there you go. So it's got some really great artwork. I really like that. And like, you know me, I'm a loose collector, but there's part of me that's thinking about just keeping these in package because they look like it just looks so good. Um, yeah. And- but while the way your display is going now anyway, you have no more room for loose figures. So you <laughs> yeah, might these as well... will be displayed uh, in a bin somewhere. Um, in a bin. <laughs> you know, here's my here's my logic. Am I a diehard G.I. Joe fan? No. But I'm a toy enthusiast. I'm a toy collector. I like that it's happening. I want to support these lines. And you know me. On a whim, I can get really into something really quickly. And if in three years... I decide I'm a giant G.I. Joe fan and I'm learning about the entire history and rewatching the entire animated series and, and everything else. These are going to be, it's just like the, the, the first black series figures are now 50, $60 a piece. And like, you know, I might as well pick them up when I can, especially Absolutely. Some, some Walmarts have them on clearance. I saw people finding them for $9 today. Yeah. And if anyone's trying to gatekeep you on that, they can go fuck themselves because let's face it. Listen our, to Ryan uh, Dole. Listen to yeah. Ryan Dole. <laughs> because, we all start somewhere with our fandom right. of something, right. whether, and I'll, and because I grew up on a farm in Saskatchewan, we didn't have like Saturday morning. Like I didn't have Saturday morning cartoons for maybe a couple years. Right. So everything I was introduced to first was always on the toy shelf, never the cartoon. Exactly. So when you say that you're getting into Joe now because you saw how cool the toys look, yep. I get that. You get that. I can, completely understand that seven-year-old ryan dole on the farm understand no this me. would have been five five-year-old six-year-old ryan okay okay right so i said seven the- sorry everybody was six yeah so let's get real here for a minute okay there's uh but yeah that's how i was introduced to gi joe and even ghostbusters was actually and superpowers like right. superpowers toy line right all of that i was introduced to uh, through toys. Right. None of it was through TV. None of it was through movies. Uh, that's how I got into that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I love, you know, I like that Hasbro is doing what they're doing because they could easily, like they could be lazy and like, I don't know. Some people are not happy with the, the retro GI Joe line. And some people are saying, um, I kind of think maybe they're doing it just to, say they're doing three and three fourth inch figures, but maybe not putting a whole lot of, I mean, I know they're kind of re-releases of the 25th anniversary figures. Um, I guess I should ask you, cause I'm, I'm definitely not going to collect that line of the retro figures. How did you feel about that announcement? Uh, well, seeing as I already have them all from the 25th anniversary line, yeah. uh, and I took them all out of package and stuff too. I don't, I don't care. It's, okay. uh, for anyone who's what looking like just for people who like that size and don't have them already, Sure, right. grab them. But right. to be honest, if I was going to buy anything GI Joe right now, it's going to be that new six inch line. Yeah, 
Uh, I think when we get off here, I'm probably going to, when we're getting off, uh, I'm going to get that pimp daddy Destro. Yeah. Just off Hasbro Pulse. I think that is, and the fact that they made him like a pimp with the burning money yeah. and everything. I, I like how you could tell it's an adult collector line now because they kind of gave into that nickname that the fans gave him. Yeah. And it's funny because like, what what it, it's all about the lens you look at it right so some people would say what i'm about to say makes them frustrated as a collector but this is where i get excited as a collector because it taps into some of my ocd and organizational skills listen they put out this first wave of classified and they got a second wave of another three figures coming but then you've got an amazon exclusive or two you've got a couple online exclusives hasbro and like this is the way the toy industry is right now because there is no toys r us i know we listen you've got toys r us we don't have toys yeah, r us yeah but um, all those toy companies forgot that we have toys r us <laughs> right right exactly but there's so... there's no mass market <laughs> retail besides target and walmart for the most part and you got to be able to diversify the way you distribute the toys in order to get them in collectors' hands, um, especially for something like, you know, how NECA or Super 7 handles their distribution is much different than how Mattel or Hasbro or one of the big, you know, big toy companies does it. And um, I think it's cool. And I think it allows me to make my checklists and, and, and try to keep up with everything. And the fact is, is like this line just launched and you're going to have three different Cobra commanders within a couple months. So if you're a completist, there's, there's a lot of fun to be had with this line. It feels like there's a dozen figures have come out in a week, right, right. Uh, which is wild to me. Right. And, but well, I also think that's so exciting. Right. Like it honestly, I know everything's frustrating right now. It's even frustrating for me. Like, because I know we're not going to probably get these ones as well until maybe September, end of September. But I mean, that's something I've been used to as well. Like, I remember Wizard Magazine coming out and being like, here's our top 10 action figures for the month. And I'd be like, I haven't seen those. And that's when you start, like, doing your, you and your buddies getting in your car at 16, checking toys to see if those new X-Men have come out. How long, so when you were collecting as a teenager, would you ever be able to come how how far away for, are you from the border to to America? Well, so when I was growing up on the farm, like back in like sa- around Saskatoon, uh-huh. I it was it was a long ways from a border. And then even if I crossed that border, because it's like like above Montana or something, you know. So okay. it's like how far past that border do you have to go <laughs> right. to find even yeah, something? Let's not pretend a, like a Mon- yeah. Let's not pretend Montana's the the hub of collectible action figures in America. Right, and it's not like <laughs> Vancouver where it's like literally three hours from Seattle. Right. Between even between that, between Vancouver and Seattle, you can stop at you know Bellingham and Everett. Oh, I've got to check my my toy collecting uh, you know privilege all the time because I'm in Atlanta. I'm in a major metropolitan area and I've got 15 to 20 Walmarts and 10 to 15 Targets within 30 mile radius. So for me, when I say when I go out get on my high horse about how you just got to get out there and hunt, I do mean that. Like uh, I don't but I, I understand if you're in a small town or if you're in Canada, like you're, it's a different story. Um, and with a lot of these exclusives being online exclusives or, or target exclusives, whatever, if you know, if you don't have a target within 200 miles, it, it makes it a lot different uh, of an experience. Well, it's even worse for anybody out in Europe or in Australia as well, because right. some of these, like some of the cases, they're just like, Oh, sorry, we only ship to Canada, Mexico and the U S right. right? right. And, and that, 
that has to suck. Like I can't imagine being what it's like to be a toy collector and having to deal with that. No. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to, um, and they gave us a shout out on, on yes, uh, their podcast uh, uh, for yes, have some podcasts, by the way, if you don't know, we have a podcast as well. Yes, have some podcasts, check it out every week. Uh, it's available here on the channel or anywhere you get podcasts. Cheap. I'm point. not on that one. Ryan's not on that but one. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but the um, uh, toy power podcast who, who it's a group of fellas in Australia that have a toy collecting podcast. Very good. Deep dive information. I've really enjoyed listening to them. I just listened to the new episode today. Um, but yeah, Australia is quite literally the other side of the world and it can be really tough and really expensive to get stuff sent and imported. I mean, they were talking about the Sentinels, you know, over $700 Australian. Um, and uh, it's a lot of money. It's 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 bad enough uh, being a collector uh, where you've got stuff pretty available. So definitely empathy for anybody who uh, is in a situation where it's, it's much harder to get stuff. Having yeah, ab- said absolutely. that, um, we're going to be reading some comments. Uh, we're going to do <laughs> that segment. People seem to really enjoy that last week. So we're going to keep it up. Uh, we're going to have to have an official name for it where we read social media commentary. Yeah. That's uh, what I find kind of like, and what's great about that segment too, is that uh, they never give us, we're, we're, there's never a slow week. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there will never be a week where toy collectors aren't online completely, uh, going insane over over something and listen sometimes i agree with them but it's still fun to like you gotta have some self-deprecation absolutely i get it i totally get it and so it's it's totally fine and but yeah dude i have a question what before we go off the topic of gi joe yeah do you think they'll ever do a hazlab for gi joe if this keeps keeps staying hot so um they, let, let's analyze that. That's a really good question. So obviously what we've seen so far from GI Joe classified is that it's popular. It's selling well, the exclusives are selling out genuinely, uh, or generally I should say people seem really excited about it. Um, the first has lab was the barge. It, it did really well. Uh, it took a while to get it funded. Uh, but you know, vintage collection and star Wars fans, there, there's a lot of them out there. So that, that happened. Um, the, what was the Transformers one they did? Uh, I think it was like Cybertron. Yeah, or the uh, the big. I'm not a Transformers guy, so I'm not either. That big yellow thing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they that one took a long time that, too. They kept extending the deadline because right. they were so close. But yeah, and let, we'll, we'll we'll have to do a whole episode exploring what happened with Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I it's such a beautiful thing, and it was kind of like I and. Me being a big Muppet guy anyway, I was still like, oh, maybe I should order it. Right. Yeah. And then I saw where it was kind of – and then you just knew. Yeah, like, there was no Like in that first way. week, you were like, no, yeah. I could order it, but I'm still ain't getting it. Yeah. Uh, that, that was tough. So anyways, this is a long-winded way to say, you know, to get us to the, the most recent one, which was the Sentinel, which is, um, you know, that is a big uh, scaled action figure over two feet tall, specifically for six-inch – figures uh the marvel legends line and it it did very well so i i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we could get a Haslab for gi joe classified my guess is that it would be a vehicle of some sort because that's the one thing like when we were at toy fair this year i <laughs> um i uh we were at the hasbro event and i i was talking to the the one of the representatives from hasbro who specifically was talking about gi joe classified and i i'd ask the question every annoying person asks is is there going to be vehicles and by the way 
Baroness is coming with a motorcycle, so there there's going to be at least some smaller vehicles. But GI Joe is known for the tanks and the jets and everything else. So, and the headquarters and everything. Right. Like so yeah, a six inch scale playset for GI Joe. I mean, it. it ha- I, I think there's. I think it's possible. <laughs> that would be the size of your living room. <laughs> right, that would be right. like someone being like, "Hey, I just bought a house." Right. And- <laughs> well, I mean, listen, for Black Series, they just did a snow speeder. They don't, they've done a TIE fighter. They've done some of the smaller speeders. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. They're going full in on G.I. Joe. They, 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 you know, they've got a new movie coming out. It's kind of a, a reboot or rebranding of the property. Um, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that it could happen. But you as a G.I. Joe fan, what, what would you want to see from a project like that? Yeah, it's funny. I didn't think about it because I was thinking about it while you were talking. And I, I think Thank you. a vehicle would be the best way to go. Right. And like a so his I'm, tank, I'm right? With you there. Like the, the his tank or a his tank. Yeah, that's, a, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. But that might not even that's be a HasLab. That could be just a $140, you know, retail item. But it has to be hot. Like this, this series has to do good, like Star Wars good. Because right, right. even like when Star Wars comes out with like... Um, the land speeder or dewback or even speeder bikes. Right. I mean, do those necessarily sell well? Because how often do we get those on discount? Well, the, the (laughs) Ray's speeder and Luke's speeder, I think Luke's speeder probably sold better than Ray's, but those, those, I got those for $20. They were, I think a 60 or $70 price point. I think though, here's my, here's what I would pose. GI Joe it's a little bit more niche than Star Wars, but when you're at Target or you're at Walmart, if you showed me the landscape of people heading towards the toy aisle, I could pick out the G.I. Joe fans. Like I oh, know. Oh dude, yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> there they... is a there's a look to them. <laughs> and, and and it's funny because I am one of those guys. Like I have a cobra tattoo. I am I am full in on Joe right. at any given moment. Like even if I don't buy all these toys, right, right. I, I'm there. I, I am one it. of those guys. Right. And, it's uh, a look so in your can, eyes. It's it, it's like because it it skews. So GI Joe, this version of GI Joe, um, launched in '82. So if you were born between like '75 and '86 give or take a few years here or there, you know, there's a good chance you fit into this category of 35 to 40 year old dude who who's excited about, especially if you're already a six, like if you already collect Marvel legends and you're fully in on star Wars black series and you've got power Rangers lightning collection and you've got, you know, plasma series, like there's a good chance you want these GI Joe figures. And, um, I'm just putting it out there. Like I'm just looking at this Destro right now. These, are they look great like these figures look amazing and there's a lot of accessories there's a lot of detail and they didn't go cheap on these this isn't like this doesn't feel like a one time like we'll we'll roll out the most popular 15 you know characters and be done with it like i i could see this line being 100 to 150 figures deep very quickly (laughs) let's reuse a darth maul body and put a you know a storm shadow head on it and then there you go there's your ninja right they didn't they they uh, they spared no expense. It's it feels like right, um, and it looks like a lot of thought and care was put into this line. Well, and they've also proven they're going to be doing deep cut variants and characters uh, very quickly. Um, it's, it's like like and already they're doing that with the like I said with that pimp daddy Destro. Right, they're already right. doing those deep dive, right? You know, inside joke 
characters. Exactly. Like, I'm waiting for Chuckles to come out. Right. Well, there's a lot and of there's a and I'm expecting Chuckles to look like Jacob. You know, <laughs> and it's funny too because like there's um there's a little bit of a, a tongue in cheek meme culture aspect to GI Joe because I mean you know all the 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 public service announcement videos that came out yep. like people kind of that kind of took the internet early internet by storm it's kind of around the time of peanut butter jelly time and all that stuff um oh, right yep um or, or like mattel or not it wasn't mattel I should, ooh, super seven put out the the laughing uh prince adam uh you know figure like just because that meme or that video was so popular so i i would have loved it if they if one of the characters comes with pork chop sandwiches <laughs> I I would lose my mind because <laughs> oh. I wouldn't let anybody post about it in group therapy. I would yeah, take it down. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we should plug that. By the way, if you're if you're a fan of what we're doing here on the Yes Have Some channel or Yes Have Some Toy Anxiety, uh, join our official Facebook group, which is Yes Have Some Group Therapy, where where Ryan is uh, our top admin, and he will shut your shit down. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't think it's funny, I will take it down. Yes, I don't, yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a sense of humor, but uh, we will not let you not have one. So, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so lots of good stuff with GI Joe. I, I, I think a Haslab, it would make sense. I mean, we know the next Haslab is Star Wars Vintage Collection. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. Um, yeah, it's going to be announced in the next couple weeks. Do you have any? Let's talk about what you think it could be, and then let's talk about what you want it to be, because those are two completely different things. Right. When they first said that the next one was going to be Star Wars, this was before that Millennium Falcon was released. And I actually kind of thought, I bet you they might do a Falcon. Okay. That was my first kind of thought. And then they kind of said, oh, look at this. It's going to be a Target and Toys R Us Canada exclusive. The Smuggler's Run, that one? The Smuggler's Run, which is awesome. At first I was like, I'm not going to get that. That's $400. <laughs> and then the video came out today and I was like, I'm going to get that. That's $400. <laughs> Because it was so good. Like, they had, like after hearing the voices and seeing all the things it does, and I was like, right. yeah, I'm looking at my place. Like, I have no room for it. Right. I don't care. It's just going to sit on my lap wherever I go. Yeah. Just, and it's, I'm, it's I'm just going to play. I mean, so that was, I, I kind of, yeah, that, that's where I was going. But yeah. now I'm kind of, I ran out of, kind of ran out of space in my head of like, what else could they make? Well, let's see it. So it's going to be vintage collection. So we know it's going to scale to three and three fourth inch. So, right. As far they, as they're, you know, star playset. That's the only thing I think. Do it. I think that's the only thing it could be because it's it, it. Okay, so it's probably not going to be a vehicle, right? We've gotten X wings, we've got Millennium Falcon, we've gotten you know Adats. Like we, you know, when you think of the big, the the you know the the sail barge was the one where it's like, how are they ever going to do that? And then they did it. It's this big four foot you know Haslab project. So how do we? kind of rationalize in our mind what it could be, I'm thinking it either has to be one of two things. It either has to be a playset like the Death Star playset, which Star Wars collectors have been talking about wanting uh, an updated version of the original one for basically forever. We can get into your feelings on that here in a second. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, or the other thing I thought it could be because vintage collection, like we talked about earlier, it's got more of this niche uh, uh, fan base at this point, and there's a lot of characters that haven't come out yet. Maybe they do like a 15 or 20 pack of exclusive characters that you can only get through Haslab. And I think a lot of people would actually be really excited about that 
because that would fill in a lot of <laughs> the one thing collectors always talk about. There are gaps in my collection. There are yeah. major well, gaps. Well, especially with the new trilogy. I think the new trilogy definitely has gaps. I don't think that's what they're going to do. Oh, cool. They're, they're, no, they're it's not the Rise going of to do Skywalker that, but... 10 pack. Well, <laughs> no, but I'm, what I'm saying is because for so long, because there was always big gaps between movies. So episode Phantom Menace comes out. They can fill up those next two years with every character twice plus every character in the background and here's your 10 pack of the all the pod racers and everything right right when they started pumping them out yearly then you have like here's your main characters oh got to get ready for the next movie here's your main characters right next movie here's your main characters and they never really got to do like to explore those side characters right 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 and so i could see them maybe doing that and at the same time i could just be i could also see them being like here is your full-on Star like your episode four cantina. Here's the full bar. Here's the booths. Here's the entrance. And take a look. You get two bartenders. You get EV ninety nine from the Mandalorian. And here's that, you know, that dopey looking Muppet looking character who's actually a human from episode four. See, I'd right? be excited about that. I feel like. I'm, because I've scaled back my three, three, fourth inch Star Wars collection, even though I do have the barge and I've just filled it with barge characters um, or Return of the Jedi uh, act one characters, I should say. I, right. I don't know how I feel like it's going to have to be if it is a Death Star playset, that's going to pique my interest, but it's going to have to be pretty damn cool for me to, to take that that dive. If you were going to do a Death Star like. I know what I would do now. If I wanted, if there was a Death Star playset, I would have it in two different sides. Okay. So you have your one side, which would be episode four. Okay. Right. Then you could turn it around, and it's the other side, and it's Return of the Jedi. So you have, you have a throne room, and let let's face it, that's the only thing you really see inside the Death Star in Return in of the Return Jedi, Jedi anyway. Right. right. But then you, on the other side, you could still have your uh whatever obi-wan goes to turn off the the whatchamacallit it's you probably know what, what i'm talking about yeah that thing yeah the whatchamacallit and then you have your trash compactor yeah so you can have different you have sections your detention, you have your detention block and you could still have your throne room at the very top you right. could still you could have everything right well, I, I think actually would they... like it if they added on to it the the meeting room from episode four where you can put all your generals yeah. sitting there Vader choking people out for talking shit. Yeah. I, I feel like if they do it, it's going to be something like that. It'll be kind of based on um, kind of like what Mattel did with the, the updated castle grace call where it's, right. it's, it's, it's rooted in the, the original design, but it's just, you know, up to the standards of, of what a modern toy or modern playset should be. Um, I kind of think it would be cool, you know, if they did something kind of modular where you, you, you get the death star playset, maybe there's some add ons, maybe they put some retail exclusives to like add on different pieces or different rooms or, or, you know, how about this they, seeing what they did with the Sentinel and now they're a little more prepared with how the Sentinel went because they had the tears, right? Right. And those tears went in 24 hours. Now we they had you know, them all on. unlocked. We got to be careful said, here. We got to be careful here. Yeah. When we're talking about tears and toy collectors, 
We got to oh, specify <laughs> what kind of tiers we're talking about. I mean, unlockable tiers okay, for when gotcha. you like. So when they reached a thousand, all of a sudden they were like, okay, that's all of it, guys. We got nothing else. Right. right? right. So I could see where they could do it like this, where it's like, here is your basic. It's the recreation of the one from 1980, your Death Star playset. Get to another thousand. Here's your throne room. Next to another thousand. Here's your docking bay. Like, and docking bay would be huge. Like, imagine if they made a docking bay add-on that uh, could fit that new Falcon, right, Smuggler's right. Run. That'd be amazing. I think I think having goals, you know, to, to get people excited about hitting, you know, whatever the next step is to get a... To, just to, to make sure it happens, I don't think they're going to have any doubt that it, whatever it is is going to actually happen, but... Um, I really do like what they did with the Sentinel. I think that that was a really smart way to uh, ensure, you know, ongoing excitement about the the entire platform. Um, although it was funny once those three initial tiers were locked, and then they were like, "We don't have any more." And people were like, "You lied to us!" Yeah, <laughs> you completely <laughs> lied to us. Oh my god! Well, again, like when you take a look at what's been happening at Hasbro in the pl- in the past, right? It makes sense to only have only a few things ready right yeah seeing 100%. as like like the barge made it but just at the deadline right and every other deadline had to be pushed right, or right. it didn't even make the cut <laughs> Cookie so months. i mean what do you how are they supposed like they planned i think hasbro did the right thing and i think they planned accordingly based on what's been happening in the past right very good like you can get as pissy as you want i think hasbro did the right thing um okay cool so why don't we go ahead and uh, move on to our segment that'll close us out for the day, uh, where we go on to various social media platforms, message boards, <laughs> and things like that, and pick out some of our favorite comments and related to toy, uh, you know, whether it's toy news, or toy releases, exclusives. Uh, you told me you had a couple picked out that you were pretty fond of, so why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off? Yeah, so this is from the Yakface uh, Forum's Instagram account. Okay. Uh, they just released a video about the um, the Galaxy's Edge Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon. Okay. So, and as anyone in the States knows, Target sold out in no time flat. Right, right, right. Because the bots, right? The bots know. <laughs> the bots know. Right. So, <laughs> something's hot, got to buy it fast. So, already, here we go. At, at the end, they should have put large letters pre-order sold out go to ebay and buy it for 99.99.99 that's what they should have put oh my god that's so funny i wonder what that person feels like typing that out like do they feel good about it get it while supplies last you have six seconds that's not even funny or clever. Like you got to be able to come <laughs> like, up with something better than that, right? Like I, it's funny. Like oh I don't care God. what anyone says. So it's so like, funny. come on, dude. And there was another one I had lined up, and uh, I think it might be gone. Uh oh, they deleted it. They they knew we were coming for them. Oh, they probably did at this point. All right, I got a couple good ones here from Twitter. Oh, um, go for it in relation to some of the, you know, we had a nice discussion about GI Joe classified. So, uh, we, uh, so, um, 
here we go. <clears throat> and I'm not going to read who posts these. I'm not going to put them that much on blast. But at uh, Hasbro, which is my favorite already. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care to comment to the collector community for yet another botched exclusive release? Many fans are very <laughs> upset with the Target exclusive G.I. Joe Classified Wave, which sold out instantly on their website and now in stores with the abrupt change of the street date. Uh, so that's in reference to the fact that <laughs> they pre-ordered on the website, they sold out quick, they're supposed to hit on August 14th, and now they're supposed to hit August 1st. And I I, I saw, it, I was on a Facebook page this morning, people were in line at Target, <laughs> G.I. Joe fans, before... Uh, <laughs> before the doors opened and they were like, is anybody else like on the hunt today? Um, I don't know. Guess what? Target doesn't care about Did, this at all. They just don't. No. It's like, but they just don't come, come um, buy an X-Men t-shirt. All right. Just you're fine. <laughs> Target doesn't care. Um, all right. So here's another one at ask Target regarding your exclusive GI Joe figures. All of the stores in my area are sticking to the 14th date. Uh, August 14th street date, regardless of change in date by Target and Hasbro to sell now. How can I convince them of the new date so I can buy them? Very confusing. So this guy wants to go into Target and take somebody who's busy working and convince them that Hasbro said it was... Could you imagine going in there and being like, hey, I need to talk to you. The Betty Crocker Corporation said, I could buy this thing that you don't have on the shelves yet. So is there any way that you can hook me up? Yeah, by the way, your shipment might not have come in because there's a <laughs> pandemic going on. But I expect that it's going to happen today. Oh my gosh. Let me find another one. Uh, this is one uh, someone like naked posting about like, hey, Token and Razar are now on sale. Go right, get them. Right. Yeah. I like this pre-ordering. It's appreciated. You had me all the way up to $17 shipping, though. <laughs> I can't believe like, the shipping. Like that's what's going to make or break it for you? Right, that's the shipping. Bucks? The shipping. Like, if you want it, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, yeah, maybe next time they should just put the shipping on there and just tack an additional 20 bucks onto the price. Um, let me see. Oh, I found a Hey, couple- Randy, I went to place my order for Toka and Razor, but the shipping comes to 2094. Can that be right? <laughs> like Randy from NECA is like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. 2094. Something's gone 20- wrong in the system. That's um, not right. So I, I'm a little bit bummed. Some of these are really nice. I want to find some some complaint. Well, I'll, I'll do one more. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Man, so I maybe GI Joe fans aren't as angry as I I uh, expected. Hold on, one. I'm gonna type in GI Joe Target. That, that should bring up some good stuff. <laughs> um, type in Target. Target exclusive. Just type that in. Um. Okay. Here we go. I understand at G.I. Joe official was just trying to best to remedy a bad situation by Target stores breaking the street date. Promising Joe collectors that Cobra Island figures would be for sale today was the wrong way to go about it. <laughs> you promised me that my Cobra Islands would be on sale. How can I convince this 15-year-old girl at Target that works there that Hasbro <laughs> told me I could get them? Yeah. Love it, absolutely. God, can you imagine? I can't even imagine bothering somebody. Like, like I said, I've worked retail before, and 
it's always been that way. Right. They, if they want it, they'll come find you and right. they'll, you could be in the middle of doing something. You could be like closing your register right? and they're still going to come creeping through and being like, go check the back. Right. Well, listen, man, this was a lot of fun. Dealt with some technical difficulties, but I, I think, I think we're off to a good start here with uh, toy anxiety. Uh, Absolutely. I think we're going to uh, keep doing it because the next couple of months and, in, 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 you know, going into Ghostbusters afterlife, there's going to be plenty to talk about over the next little while. Oh, dude, we got in, what is it, in like a few weeks, it's going to be the Hasbro Pulse exclusives Oof. coming up online. Then we've got Super Shredder coming next week. Yep. Dude, there's it's I quit. we're in for. I'm like one of those NECA collectors. I couldn't get Casey and Raph. I quit. I'm selling them all. I'm selling my entire collection, and I've stuck with you <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I'm going to go to Super 7 now. Super 7's my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. On that note, thank you for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to the channel for more Yes Have Some Toy videos, Yes Have Some Toy Anxiety, Yes Have Some Podcasts, and everything under the Yes Have Some brand, which is now ballooning. It's growing. We're growing. Uh, Ryan, thanks, man. Great. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. 